grace, mercy, and peace be unto you from God our Father and our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. Our text is from uh, Jesus' prayer in John, the 17th chapter, where Jesus prays to his heavenly Father just before he has to face the cross and suffer for the sins of the world. He says, I'm no longer of the world, but they are in the world, and I'm coming to you. Holy Father, keep them in your name which you've given me, that they may be one even as we are one. Dear friends of Christ, have you ever met a prayer warrior or, or known a prayer warrior? A prayer warrior are people in our congregation or Christians who have a prayer list. Do you have a prayer list by your bed? And you go through that list, and some, some of you have a, that prayer list, and you go through it not once a day, you go through it several times a day. I knew one of our members who used to do that, Artis Hine. Remember her? Uh, it's been it's amazing that she went to be with the Lord in 2008. But, so she's been gone for quite a while. But uh, as she was dying from her disease, I was visiting her, and she showed me her prayer, her prayer book. It was a, you know, a, a, a notebook, all tattered from use, completely filled with names. And the active list of the people she prayed for, I don't know. I didn't count them. Probably 300 names. It's a lot of people. I was a beneficiary of her prayers. She prayed for me. And I'm sure that throughout the years, you were the beneficiary of her prayers too. Because if you needed something, she was praying for you. Well, let me explain, let me explain where I'm going with this sermon as you, I take you back in my life a little bit. I remember uh, going walking past the bedroom of one of my boys. And he was praying. It was when he was just a littler, littler boy. He was on his knees. He was praying by his bed, and I walked past the door, and I thought, I'm going to listen in. felt a little guilty, but he was praying for his friends. He was praying for his parents, and he prayed for me. He prayed that the Lord would guide us, that the Lord would bless us, that the Lord would protect us, and the Lord would make us to be faithful and stay with the Lord. Well, it was just in the middle of the day. And this little boy decided he needed to have a talk with his Lord about his family and friends. I was a proud papa, but I was also moved by listening in of the love that he was expressing in his prayer to our Heavenly Father. Well, that's what Jesus did, and we get to listen in this morning. We've got to get, get to kind of sit by the door and, and listen to Jesus' prayer. What's he praying for? And, and what's he saying? And who is he praying for? And, and why is he praying? But one thing you can tell as he prays is how much he loves you. And so our theme, listening in to Jesus' prayer. You know, Jesus did not pray just for his beloved disciples as he was about to leave them. No, Jesus also prayed for you and he prays for me and you need to know that that your heavenly father loves you and that jesus prays for you every day jesus prays for you by name and you say how is that possible there's too many names well he's god and he prays for you by name and he prays for all of God's children by name. And he asks 
his heavenly Father to protect us. Why? Because he knows we're in danger. Well, what's the danger? Let's, let's listen in on his prayer. Holy Father, keep them in your name, which you've given me, that they may be one, even as we are one. Did you hear how he started? Holy Father. Holy. God is holy. And that word holy means to be set apart. It means he is a father unlike any other father. He's holy. He's perfect. He's beloved. He's precious. He's righteous. He's loving. Holy Father. That's the way we pray. The one set apart from all other fathers. The Father above all fathers. And Jesus asked His Heavenly Father to protect us by the power of His name. What does that mean? What does that mean to protect us by the power of God's name? Well, it's an interesting phrase, but it's the same type of thing that we say in the Lord's Prayer. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed, holy is your name. Uh, Again, when we pray, we're not just addressing some kind of generic God, some kind of nebulous being that floats in the universe, some kind of uh, spiritual force. No, we're praying to a very specific true God and not only is he our heavenly father this name to which we pray heavenly father is also our creator he made all things we know that he called all things to existence but in order to do that you have to be pretty powerful and he called all things into existence by his name by his essence by who he is by his being Let there be, by the power of His name. And if the power of His name can call all things into existence, what can the power of His name do if it's protecting you? We need that kind of power, protecting us, keeping us in the faith, keeping us from wandering. Can you imagine being protected by somebody so powerful? So authoritative, so strong, you really can't. It literally is beyond our ability to understand such things, but that does not prevent us from praying in the power of God's name, Holy Father. And that's what Jesus did. Didn't prevent Jesus from praying in his name either. Holy Father, keep them in your name, which you've given me, that they may be one as we are one. Holy Father. As you listen in to Jesus' prayer, as you listen into those words, I hope that you can hear the, the words of love expressed in those words. Holy Father, let them be one as we are one. Protect them, love them, guide them. Jesus' prayer, let's listen in again. He says, while I was with them, I kept them in your name which you've given me. I have guarded them. Let me put this prayer into context, because once again, Jesus was about to die. Judas, the bad guy, had just betrayed, was going to betray him. And then Jesus would be arrested, and he would be tried, and he would be mocked, and he would be beaten, and he'd be crucified. And all that was on Jesus' mind as he's praying this prayer. But it wasn't just his suffering and death 
that was burdening him, what was burdening his heart, was Judas. He was about to lose Judas for all eternity. By Judas' betrayal, he condemned his soul to hell for all eternity. That wasn't easy for Jesus to deal with. He was losing a friend. He was losing a disciple. And Jesus didn't want that to happen, and, but he couldn't stop it. Satan had won that one. But Jesus said, I'm going to pray for my other disciples. I'm going to pray for them because I don't want to lose them too. And I don't want to lose you, so I'm going to pray for you by name. That God the Father would strengthen you with His power through the power of His name because He loves you just as much as He loves His disciples. Again, let's listen in. Listen into Jesus' prayer just before He dies. He says, Not one of them has been lost except for the son of destruction. That's Judas. He was lost. So that the scripture might be fulfilled because the Old Testament had predicted Judas would betray Jesus. It predicted all that hundreds of years before it happened. And Jesus doesn't want you to suffer the same fate of Judas. It's not a good fate to betray your faith. He doesn't want to lose any more souls to Satan's domain. He wants you to live with him forever. Now, Jesus understands this, that we live in a, this is a dangerous world for people like us. This is a dangerous world for people of faith, especially in our generation today. So easy. So easy. Faith is such a fragile thing. Faith is so easily broken. Faith comes and it so easily goes, just like that. You believe and you so easily just give it all up, just like that. We see it with our graduates all the time. They go to college, they give it up, they don't keep the faith. They become the Judases of the world. And Jesus is praying, I don't want to lose them. I don't want to lose any of them, Heavenly Father, By the power of your name, keep them one as we are one. Keep them in the one true faith. Don't let them wander. Don't let them flee. Keep them from the power of Satan. Satan is a roaring lion seeking someone to devour, you can be sure. He wants to devour you. And Jesus doesn't want that to happen. Beware. He destroyed Judas. He can destroy your soul too. But I want you to know Jesus is praying for you. Isn't that amazing? Again, let's listen in on Jesus' prayer. I do not ask that you take them out of the world, but I ask that you keep them from the evil one. You don't have to take them out of the world. Just don't let the devil and the evil one Drive them away from me. Keep them in the true faith. Protect them from their sin. Protect them from the power of the devil. Are you stuck in sin? Are there sins in your life that 
make it very difficult for you to worship your Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, sins that burden you because you know you're in the wrong. As your children, as, as a child, your mom and dad probably tucked you in at night, and when they tucked you in at night, they probably prayed for you and helped you pray, right? And then the prayer that we as parents generally teach our kids, now I lay me down to sleep, I pray the Lord my soul to keep. If I should die before I wake, I pray the Lord my soul to take, right? It's a prayer of protection. To protect us through the night. Well, it's not such a big deal to protect that faith through the night. Uh, faith through the night probably is pretty safe, but, but through the next day becomes a little more concerning. And prayer and, 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 and protecting that faith throughout our life becomes a much more serious matter because faith is fragile. It comes and it so easily goes. There's so many temptations that surround us, so many things to lead us astray, so many distractions of the world. Are you being led away? Judas was, and he did, and he didn't even realize it. I can assure you, Satan is not at rest. He didn't rest till he won Judas' soul. He won't rest till he gets yours. Period. Always working. A roaring lion seeking someone to devour. And Martin Luther understands this, and that's why he prays in Martin Luther's morning prayer. And of course, I know the, the evening prayer. I pray that one a lot, so I get the evening prayer and the morning prayer confused. I thank you, my Heavenly Father, through Jesus Christ, your dear Son, that you have kept me through this night from all harm and danger. You have kept me this night from all harm. Harm and danger from what? You were just sleeping. It's a dangerous world out there. Even in my sleep, don't let me fall away. And I pray that you would keep me this day also from sin and every evil, that all my doings in life may please you. For into your hands I commend myself, my body and soul and all things, and let your holy angel be with me so that the evil foe, Satan, may have no power over me. Amen. Pretty strong prayer. It's a good prayer to pray daily, morning and evening. If you don't do it, it's in your catechism. You can find it. Jesus does not want us to follow in the footsteps of Judas. And so he prays, Father, protect them. Think of it this way. Think of two sides of the coin. And on one side of the coin, you've got all the names of the people of, who believe. All the names of believers who are sick. Um, all the names of people of the believers who are suffering. The people who need our prayers. And on the one so side of the coin, we pray for them. Because they, they need power to stand strong in the midst of their trial. In the midst of their adversity. They need our daily prayers. On the other side of the coin are all the names of the people who have wandered from the Lord. These are the people who are turning their backs on Jesus. On that side of the coin, these are the people who are losing their faith. They're, they no longer sit at Jesus' feet. They no longer listen to Jesus' word. They no longer hear His word and do His word 
no longer obey His Word as they once did. And we pray for them too. Jesus did. It's the same kind of prayer that we hear in the musical. And maybe, I love this, I love this musical, Les Miserables, right? Victor Hugo's Les Miserables. Valjean was the main character. Jean Valjean. And, and Valjean. And he stands at the barricade just before this French Revolution, just before this battle, and he prays for this boy, this, this, this teenage boy who was going to go into battle. And remember the prayer? Remember the prayer that old Valjean has for this boy? It goes like this. God on high, hear my prayer. In my need, you've always been there. He is young. He's afraid. Let him rest, heaven blessed. Bring him home. Bring him home. Bring him home. And we pray for those we know, those we know, we pray for those we love. Bring them home. Bring them home. Bring them home. You know, people are turning their backs on Jesus all the time. Think about that. Think about the danger we live in. We need personal protection from the devil. We need help from God the Father. And again, let's listen in on Jesus' prayer. Holy Father, keep them in your name, which you have given me, that they may be one, even as we are one. Have you ever thought about that, that Jesus is praying for you? He prays for you. All the time. Every hour. Pray that you never fall away from the faith. Jesus prays, Holy Father, bring them home. Bring them home. Bring them home. That they may be one. Holy Father, bring them home to a place where I have prepared for them that they may be one as we are one. Listen, our souls are lost without Jesus. There's no salvation. There's no hope. He not only rescued us from our sins, but He delivered us in the hands of our Heavenly Father. Delivered us into the realm of His protection and His rule and His domain. And to prove it, Jesus ascended into heaven. And He ascended to sit at the right hand of the power of God. And He ascended to rule there for you. And He ascended to pray there for you. And He ascended to to direct your life. And He ascended to forgive your sins, and He ascended to one day come back again to take you to be His own, to take you home, to take you home, to take you home. That where you are, you may be with Jesus, your Savior, for all eternity. He wants you to know that joy because this world is so filled with so many temporal sorrows. He wants you to know those eternal joys. Again, let's listen in on Jesus' prayer as He prayed to our Heavenly Father just before He died. But now I'm coming to you. And these things I speak in the world that they may have my joy fulfilled in themselves.
Jesus ascended to watch over you, to rule over you, to pray for you, to take you back home. Why? Because he wants you. And he prays, Holy Father, bring them home, bring them home, bring them to the place I prepared for them, that they may be one as we are one. Amen. And now may the peace of God that passes all understanding keep your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus and to life everlasting. Amen.